0: Oh, hello, YZ. Good afternoon.
1: Good afternoon.
0: How's it going? Uh, you ready? You ready to have this conversation?
1: I am. I am. I think it's getting it's okay. getting uh, sharper, sharper each time.
0: Oh yeah. So, good afternoon, everybody. Again, this is my over life, be Hope about your dream podcast. This is uh, our no nonsense table talk. We don't want this to be overproduced. We want this to be something that comes to you the way we talk to each other and, and, and the My Uber Live team. Um, Kwesi and I and Winston and and my company, we started My Uber Live Consultancy 14, 15 years ago with the ambition of creating businesses, building brands, um, advising companies, um, particularly companies that that impacted young people, black and brown communities. Um, And through the years, we've always had a focus on wealth creation, um, creating more money, creating more assets within um, our own communities. And of course, just within our own uh, immediate circles. So Crazy and myself and the team, we usually have these conversations and I felt like these conversations should be opened up a little bit to some of you listening to us through the years and of course some of you who may be new to us um our constant focus is about you know all the things that 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 impact uh, business right we are we are management consultants we are problem solvers and we are wealth builders and we're a community um of participants and, and 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 for us wealth creation is not just um, about greed, it's about equality, um, it's about ownership, it's about changing the, the, the systemic oppression that we, that we face as black and brown, young, and creative people in the world. Um, and, and this is our contribution uh, to the community. So today's podcast title is about What is Money? Um, last week we spoke about um, certain topics. This week we're going to talk about a new topic money what is money we talk about it we use it we, we have it so let's just get into it right I feel like crazy most of us use paper money every day but we don't really know the history of it we don't really know what you know why we have it and you know what exactly is this thing that that we are that controls most of our lives and of course things that we don't discuss in school most of us don't even talk about what money is um, you know for 20 25 30 years of our education we just know our parents need it we know our parents stress about it We know rappers talk about it you know and, and we think about it and we use it to buy everything Quasi, simply put thanks for joining me um mm-hmm. this is no nonsense it's just raw what is money to crazy grc
1: so what is money right what is money um you know to me it's it's a trust it's a standard and it's a trusted and i think the key word there is trusted medium of exchange around value um you know i to me money is you know a tool that is trusted that people use in order to transact and get the things that they need want or desire right and i think this the 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 idea of money today is an evolution of historically what ec- economics would say was a barter system right where you know people always have exchanged value or always have have attempted to exchange value right but i think previously when when you have a barter system you might you know let's say have two people person a and person b person a is trying to, let's say, acquire a, a cow and, you know, person B has the cow and it's like, okay, I'm ready to do the trade. I'm ready to exchange. But person A only has apples and, and potatoes to offer in exchange for that cow. And the problem in that situation is person B who has the cow might also have apples and potatoes. So here comes the solution. Now, money, the standard trusted medium of exchange that has, you certain values associated with it whereby this person with the cow can say, well, you know, I have the apple, I have the potatoes, but you know, money is always good here. So now this is the, the mode of exchange. Um, so to me, just on a on a, on a, on a basic level,
0: that's that's what money's about. Yeah. I like it. I mean so here's my here's what I learned about money, right? So money was is a paper money is a receipt of, of some kind of value. It was a promissory note. So historically speaking, the bankers, you know, bankers like the Medici's in Italy, um were, were bank folks that stored uh, a raw material called gold. We all know gold. And you know, historically in most cultures around the world, gold was a a, a an understood value. I mean something that had metal that had value that for, for thousands of years civilizations valued this thing right particularly in europe so using your your um analogy you know person a decide that that cow is worth two gold nuggets right and person b is looking to to acquire a cow person b now go to the bank right that had their gold nuggets in a vault, right as in his receipt saying, well, I have, on deposit, I have X amount of gold nuggets. So I need two gold nuggets. The bank gives them two gold nuggets. So that person walks around his pouch with the gold nuggets and goes to the the, the, the farmer with the cow and say, hey, well, I want to buy your cow. Well, so it's two gold nuggets. And then I exchange the gold nuggets to the farmer. I take the cow. Right? Now, this now the farmer now has these two gold nuggets. So the farmer now doesn't want to just have gold nuggets you know in, in 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 their in their on his person. So he now takes the gold nuggets to the bank and the bank gives him a receipt saying that he has two gold nuggets on deposit. Right? So paper money has evolved as a convenient way so that we don't have to walk around with gold in our hand. Right? That's how it used to be. Um, and and that, that instrument of paper was a, was a promissory note that said, okay, you had X amount of dollars and that money was backed by a, a, a metal or an asset named gold, right? So as years evolved, instead of people going back and forth to the bank to get gold, they started exchanging these paper receipts. Eventually, you know, governments and communities decided, you know, okay, well, paper receipts, represent gold, so let's just exchange the paper receipts. So they started issuing denominations of different types of paper representing a certain amount of gold. And the those papers um, would exchange hands, right? But And the gold nuggets would just be inside the bank on deposit. We won't get to the banks at the moment about what they did with that gold in deposits, but they would get a fee for having you store your gold in them because their job was to keep your gold secure. You can imagine if if I'm going to buy from farmer, you know, farmer John and his cow with two gold nuggets and I'm walking around with two gold nuggets on me, there's a risk on it, right? So these paper receipts became some type of way to uh, mitigate some of that risk, at least in theory in the beginning. Um, so if we want to kind of talk about, you know, a little bit of history of, of money, um, but money also is a currency, right? It's a currency that flows. Um, let's talk about the different types of currency, crazy, right? Like, and, yeah. and, and, this, and this is important to understand because I think that you said before, um, you know, time is more expensive than money or time. You know, you use money to do to with your time, right? To give you more time.
1: And yeah, I said that on uh, our, our previous chat. I don't know if I said it on this uh, this, uh, this 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 uh, this talk,
0: but, but um, that is true. But do you, do you mind sharing that with with, with this chat? I, I would love to have that. I think it's so brilliant. Yeah, enough.
1: yeah i i definitely want to I definitely want to say that because you know, for me now, money outside of the just the academic lens around what money is, you know, money to me has become this like tool this means to 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 basically create more more flexibility and 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 to to take back more of my time to take more ownership of my time i really do see it as as a tool to do that now it's less about like i'm just acquiring money and hoarding it just to have it so i can you know spend on you know material items not to say that there's anything wrong with that not to say that you don't need to do that but I really do see money as a, as a means of exchange now to kind of like get back my time, or at least get more control over the time that I do have on this planet, to to dictate how I want to use that time and with whom I want to spend that time, and and more importantly, to 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 create the kind of environment or the the kind of circumstances where I can you know truly experience the full expansion of what life has to offer me based on my own in- inclinations, you know? And I think if we, if we want to really go deeper, we can say we're all kind of after these healthy relationships, right? Whether it be with our friends or families, romantic partners, and what, what is a healthy relationship, right? It's, it's two people who are in harmony experiencing different things in life together, right? On some level. And the experiential part of that statement is where the money comes in, because it's very hard for you to, to have healthy relationships and experience things together and be harmonious when the weight of bills and, 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 and debt and all these other things that money is required in order to take care of is weighing on you. So the money kind of allows you to, to free up some space to, to do those things that promote more love and 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 uh, stronger, healthier relationships, which is really ultimately the, the the end game, I think, for for all
0: human beings on some level. That's kind of what we're after. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's that's a solid. I mean, that's the, I think time being more expensive than money. You look at time as a, a form of currency, right? It's it's right. It, it makes money, it puts money in perspective. But let's talk about some of the other currencies, right? Um, because money is a, is a, is a medium of exchange, right? For goods and services. Right. And, and money is, a, is, is, is the paper form of that. But there are other right mediums of exchanges. So there's some other right. currency that we, example, when Kwesi, myself, Winston, and the team, we're looking at value, right? When we're trying to determine value, sometimes you just can't determine value by money. Right. You have to look at some other currencies to help determine what something is worth. So for example, if someone gives us an investment, an investing opportunity, sometimes that that idea may not have we have you know any cash flow, any money, any you know, that idea hasn't begun to you know to generate any revenue. Right. So we we look at we look at the opportunity at the idea or the business model. As, as a form of value or potential value um, that can generate some, some money. But, if, you know, we look at some, we look at these different exchanges and different currencies to determine what the value is. So what, what are the, some of the, if you can share with the audience here, what, what are some of the currencies that we use to determine value? So I would say right
1: off the bat, to me, uh, a, a currency that we see used often is a, is a social currency, right? A, a a currency of of knowing people or being connected to a network or to to having some kind of social clout. That in and of itself is a currency, and I'll give you an example, right? Just to kind of make it more clear. You know, two people can walk into a restaurant and want the the most preferential table you know in 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 this in the in the corner of that restaurant that everybody goes for right now there's person a again going back to, to the example person a and person b person a might walk in and they might have a lot of money currency right they got like just millions of dollars at their at their disposal but no one knows them in this restaurant the manager gm they don't know this person the staff no one knows them so that person comes in and they might be able to get that table, but they might have to pay a tremendous amount of money to do so. They might have to literally put down, you know, 10 X what the normal rate would be to get that table. Right. Because they no one knows them. They're just some regular. Right. Some some um, stranger off the street. Now, social currency. Right. Someone could come in person B. Right. Who's not financially wealthy doesn't really have a lot of money but they've been going there for 10 years regularly they know all the staff they're best friends with the the general manager of the restaurant they even know the owner they walk in they immediately get a lot of love you know kisses hugs from everyone and that table is available to them and they can also get that same table without having to spend a dime because they've built up a lot of social currency that they can use to transact in that situation. That, to me, is like social currency. Is when you have a lot of love, a lot of uh, uh, social connections that 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 have value in them that you can convert into another form of value, where it be a meal or a preferential table, you know, a, a express access into a nightclub. We've all seen these things kind of happen that's social currency at work
0: you can right? see, that all, you see that all the time you know when you go to a club right someone you know someone walks into a club and you know you talk to the bouncer, or the door person you say what's up what's up what's up and you get in the person next to you right. will have to spend two three grand to get a table right and right you're both in the same room technically you are both in the same room but the currencies that we use to get in is different right That person used fiscal you know, right money and i you know we use a social thing right and particularly in black and brown communities you know you know people have creatively found ways to create uh clout for themselves and we can see right now you know in social media world how followers and these kind of things do have some kind of value that's separate from money right so um we'll, we'll talk about how we for some of these soon but, but you know thank you for breaking down social currency so right now so far we have social currency Right. Other, other currencies. Um, you, what, what other currency is important to you um, or, or, or you would like to share with, with the audience here? I would say another important
1: one is definitely cultural currency. Um, we talk about this a lot, but sometimes it, it gets it gets it gets, you know, I don't want to say confusing, but it, it gets it gets like kind of just like a broad term that a lot of different things kind of fall underneath cultural currency like cultural currency is an umbrella for a lot of different forms of value that might sit under that right so for example your education could be a form of cultural currency in a certain context right um your actual culture right your your the ethnic group that you belong to or the country of origin that you 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 hail from or or the language that you speak that in and of itself in the right context, in the right circumstances can be a a form of currency that allows you to transact or exchange value or or get value because you're able to present that as a form of currency in that that context, right? So I'll give you an example. Um, For me, I know that style and fashion, I would say for, for sure in the black and brown community, is something that we pay attention to, right? We, we assign a lot of value and a lot of power to someone who who has the ability to to, to present themselves with a, a very, very beautiful and well put together aesthetic, right? The right clothes, right look, et cetera, et cetera. Um, in certain situations, right? We can go back to that nightclub situation, right? Where you have the same kind of strict policy. Not, not everybody's getting in. You know it's a bottle service kind of club you have you know person a who shows up and this is a money person where the only way that they can get in and get and and and, and gain access to this club is that they got to buy a table they got to buy a bottle and they're and they're and they're buying these things at a premium that's their their tax for getting in right so they have to transact and use fiscal monetary you know currency they gotta use money right and then you got person b who we who we spoke about the social capital social currency person who is just well known they know everybody they know the doorman they know the 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 bar the bar staff they just know everybody bouncers everybody so they get it now there's a this third person though person you know c who shows up who has cultural capital right so what do they bring into the table they're bringing maybe a sense of style and a sense of flair a sense of 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 uh, uh, um, you know aesthetic that matches the sensibility of what this club is is trying to put out there or what this club represents. So someone who who's come with a with a just to keep it you know a, a stack who's come with the right fit and comes to that rope and you know they just they look like the kind of person that this club has been marketing to everyone else as the kind of person they want to come in. Maybe they're like. A uh, 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 you know uh, a model for some agency you know we've all been in these situations where we kind of see the kind of look that makes sense for for that establishment that person walks right in they didn't have money they didn't know anybody per se but they they had a cultural aesthetic that matched the cultural sensibility of the club so that's what they use to transact to gain access right
0: does that that make sense yeah that makes sense I mean to me to me cultural currency means knowledge. Of the cultures right and there's infinite amount of cultures in the world and the more knowledge you have about the cultures of the world whether the culture of a, of a nightclub or the culture of a certain group of people or the culture of uh, um, of, of, of science or, or the culture of you know a, 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 I don't know of, of a city you know or a, of a language you know because you go to that doorman and that doorman speaks French you can speak French right might you know that's gonna happen. right exactly you know I'm right now I'm in Miami you know it's a Spanish speaking city I speak Spanish you know there's times when I would rather not speak English I'd rather speak Spanish because that Spanish will help me transact and you know and and, and capture the value I want to you know receive in exchange because culturally Spanish has more value in a city like Miami or equal amount of value as English right um, or and Miami uh, Miami also is a you know, a, a, a Creole French Asian town as well. So there's times when you have to walk around and say Saint-Paçé, and that might enter. You know, you enter the gate that way. So culture currency to me is knowledge. Right. So that that was solid, place. Thank you for, for, for. So now we got social currency. We got culture currency. We talked about um, money, right? So money is a currency. We don't have to break that down again. I think mm-hmm. We usually say money is fiscal currency, right? So fiscal currency is actually you know. Money, paper money, you know, cash, um, and then and then. So right now we have three different types of currencies, right? So, what's what, is there another currency you like to introduce? That I think I think we talk about another another currency as well that um, that that is important to to to, to think about um, in terms of the, all the different forms of currencies you have. Because again, we use this narrative to to evaluate value. So. If i'm if i'm doing an audit of what's the value of my Uber life as a company as an organization do we have fiscal currency do we have money do we have social currency? do we know people and, and culture currency? do we have knowledge what else what, what other currency would you like to you know share with us in the audience
1: yeah i i would say you know there, there there's another currency that you know is a little bit trickier or or it's a little bit more nuanced it's not something that that gets you know, used or talked about, I would say maybe as much as the the other three. Um, and that's symbolic currency, right? And I think for me, and, I, and I'm kind of just paraphrasing in the way that I think about symbolic currency, but I think, because the reason why I think it becomes tricky is because there's some elements of, of cultural currency that are involved in symbolic currency. But I think symbolic currency is like, like, like a... a like a super version of cultural currency symbolic currency to me is like the kind of currency you get from becoming like an an icon or or becoming you know an institution or you know becoming like a brand. like a symbol within the culture like a brand right 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 like something like a, like an extremely well-known brand like 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 for instance you know the 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 Statue of Liberty, which you mentioned earlier in the conversation, that is actually symbolic. There's symbolic currency around that, right? It it, it goes beyond even the origins of of how it got here, right? From 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 uh, as a gift from from a French sculptor. It, it goes even beyond that. Now it's 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 a symbol of America, of an entire country and our idealism. So it almost like transcends yeah. the 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 intrinsic value of what it uh, was originally intended for. Like people don't even remember it's, what that was about. You know, it's like, it's like last name. It just represents freedom.
0: Last names, right? Like if we hear, if I say the word Kennedy, right. if I say the word Washington, if I right. say the word Obama, if I say the, you know, the name, exactly. you know, Carter, if I say the name Madonna, those things have weight, right? So those, they have symbolic currency right. in the world. So if you're attached right. to Kennedy's, you know or the clintons your, here or your your there's currencies around just being associated with that last name rockefeller you know there's all these different names that have symbolic currency that transcends that you okay you're attached to the hilton family you're attached to the kardashian family you know have all these different names that that can assign value to you just because you're associated with that symbol of value within society. exactly you know
1: so so in that example, just to kind of riff off of what you're saying, right we go back to the nightclub example, right So we had those three scenarios. We had the money money person who's using the cash to transact and get into the club. Then you got the the, the 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 person who's using the social capital. they know everybody at the club so they get right in. and you got the third person who you know they speak maybe the same language as the bouncer or they have the right kind of fit and look that matches the aesthetic that the club is looking for so they get in. Now you have maybe the fourth situation where it's like this person doesn't have money. They don't know anybody at the club. Um, you know, culturally they don't like speak the bouncers language or have the right fit. Maybe you know they have the exact wrong fit, but they come to the door and they pull out a business card. And on that business card it says writer or journalist for the New York Times. Right. And that bouncer now or that that door person sees the the name New York Times, which, again, has a lot of symbolic currency around it. And that becomes their transaction ticket to get into the club where they don't have to buy the bottle. They didn't have to look the part. You didn't have to know anybody. They just had this piece of symbolic currency that they were able to pay the toll with to get in.
0: You know, and, and, and that's solid, because I think I think in terms of assessing one's value black and brown people I think we're all born with you know deficiencies in some of these currencies and some of, and we're some of are born with some you know surplus in some of those currencies so I think everyone listening to this should evaluate okay what's my overall value what's 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 my value as a human being you know how much fiscal currency do I have how much social currency do I have how much cultural currency i have how much symbolic currency I have now, sometimes you may not have any symbolic currency. Not a lot of black and brown people haven't built up big names yet. So what do you do? Right? You take some of that fiscal currency you get from your job and you start spending that money to meet more people. Right? Now you now you start meeting more people, you start editing the kind of people you meet, people with certain value systems, certain cultural habits, or then or people who can teach you new things. So now you're increasing your culture currency. So you're learning new things. And then through that, you're able to learn more things now to be able to gain access, you know, to get the right job, or maybe, you know, to be in the right rooms or to, to, you know, invest in the right companies or build the right companies in the right way. And now you're increasing your symbolic currency. You know, today I posted that it's important for black and brown people to build brands because brands assign um, emotional value to people. And historically, our communities have used European brands, non-black and brown, non-people of color brands to assign value to us, right? You buy a Mercedes-Benz, you buy Prada, you buy Gucci, you buy these these companies, but we don't have too many black and brown, you know, uh, POC brands that assign value to us, right? So I think it's important that we take some of those other currencies that we have and convert them. So I think the analogy that we have, right, is to look at, you know, uh, um, all the currencies like different, you know, four glasses next to each other and some glasses have more water than others and your job is to pour water in the other glasses or, you know, if you have, if you have a, a pipe flown into one glass and you have overflow, take some of that overflow and invest in these other, you know, uh, 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 proverbial cups. so they other, other to create right. more currency because as those cups fill up for a value of yourself or the overall value of the business the overall value of the thing you're looking at and then and vice versa right we may look at something and say well this thing has no value right we might you know you, you might go walk into something and be like well why am i buying why am i paying this money for something that that's that that's not going to yield any social currency right i'm not going to meet anyone i'm not going to learn anything new in terms of culture currency and, and i'm not going to be able to create more uh, uh, any reputation for myself, you know, so I'm paying, I'm, I'm paying, I'm paying too much for something, you know, so in a world where everyone's pricing their value arbitrarily, you know, how does one actually uh, 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 make the determination? I think it's an important conversation that we had. A little abstract, but I think it's important to laid the foundation for some of our future talks. You know, um, one last piece here before we wrap up here, you know, nice, short and sweet champion sure, thoughts crazy we, now how do you store some of those the value you get from those currencies um, why is that important to you to store some of those values um, particularly with your time dynamic that time is expensive right you know we have a limited amount of time on earth um, you know you know, symbolic currency to I know the legacy building right just to, to call it that you're building legacy when you're building symbolic currency why is it important to think about stores of value right you know and and as you as you increase these currencies you're gaining more value now there's you know most of us get this value but we don't think about now the storage of that value can you share a little bit about that storing of value you could be you know I think you have a nice way of, uh, of articulating and communicating that
1: yeah I mean I the way I look at it is is from from two different perspectives right so I think I think as we as we move through life you know we start to we start to think about you know legacy right so like from 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 the lens of of let's say legacy right all the activities all the energy that you're expending to create all this value you know you you want to be able especially if you have let's say kids or you have you know family members who are younger than you you want to be able to start to profit more benefit sorry I was getting a call coming in. Um, you want to be able to uh, uh, for them to benefit from the fruits of of your labor, right? You know, so this is why some people, you know, end up buying a house. You know, they might convert that that fiscal, you know, capital, that fiscal currency that they that they accumulated over time into buying like a tangible asset that can stand the test of time, you know, and and be able to be you know, pass down to, to different family members, right? It, it has some use value, but then it also can, can pass, pass down to other people. Um, I think part of storing value has to do with legacy and people wanting to create a legacy and, and, and keep, keep that, that, that flow of value going, um, as it relates to, to, you know, maybe their immediate family, their immediate friends, and maybe just the world, right? Like Andrew Carnegie, famously wrote um this 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 essay called the gospel of wealth and in it he talks a lot about the idea of giving away money while you're still alive right to give away money you know right before you die is is basically just an indication that you 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 probably would have wanted to take it with you but to give it away while you're still alive means you you truly want to you you truly want to give back to life right um, so I think it's important to, 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 to consider stores of value from the lens of legacy and wanting to share the fruits of the value that you've accumulated with, with those that come after you. Now, the other part of it is, is I think just a means for, for, for managing, just to put it simply managing the, the ups and downs of life, right? Cause I think these, these stores of value, they fluctuate, you know? From time to time, depending on the circumstances of of your own life, but then also external circumstances happening in the world, different forms of value that you've accumulated can fluctuate. So there could be a time period where your social capital, your social value was extremely high, like you were you were you were the man or you were the woman, you know, in the 70s and 80s. And you didn't let let's say put a lot of time and energy converting it into fiscal capital and then using that fiscal capital to like buy certain assets that that are more resilient over time and by the time you hit the 90s or 2000s you don't have any more value because socially you're not relevant anymore you know what i'm saying so i think in terms of stores of value it's also about creating a sense of 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 resiliency over time by diversifying into different types of stores of value that, that may, may, may go up when another store of value goes down and vice versa. So that over time you maintain some stability in the amount of value that you, you can maintain. Cause you, you, as, as long as you're alive on this planet, you still need to, to, to have value and you need to be able to transact with that value. That's for sure. That's a hundred percent doesn't matter if it's fiscal value or social value or cultural value or symbolic value. You're transacting with some kind of value as long as you're alive on this planet. So you always need to kind of have a sense of how to make sure that value is stored somewhere so that you can use it when you need to use it. Right. So that's that's my thought. I mean, that's
0: good. I mean, I I, I think currency and, you know, it's electricity, you know, it's water, it flows and you have to think about it store it in these different cups. You know, you, you know, don't 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 look at your currencies myopically. You're in the fiscal money world or you're killing it in the social world or you're just very, very smart. You have tons of degrees, or you just have a name. You have, you have to think about the, the, the your deficiencies. We all have deficiencies and time also creates deficiencies. So, you know, thinking about moving things around in the sense, you know, that's the game, right? That's the game of uh, uh, uh of life and then of course finding stores values that will you know will will mean you know stand a test of time that might even increase in value of time like the assets of real estate like the assets of stocks like you know the assets of bonds that you know the assets of you know these things you know gold silver you know land these are all different stores of value even now with the virtual you know virtual world virtual fiscal m- money world Bitcoin and these different places where you can store these values it's important because time you know it's a tax on everything on all currency so as you are in that moment, right it's important to be cognizant and conscious to you know not just over invest and in, 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 in one currency just to make sure you're spreading things around and then of course Think about the store value. So even if you cannot be social, or you cannot physically able to make more money, or you cannot you know learn anymore because you just don't have the time, or you know symbolically you know your name is you know what it is. Time is changing. The new generation, you now can liquidate some Bitcoin. You can liquidate you know some um, 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 you know you, you can liquidate some stocks. You can sell some land. You can rent some you know a, a, an apartment or rent a house. You know or sell a house you can use some of that fiscal currency to reinvigorate the flow of these other currencies so um crazy man that was that was nice and sweet man something that we, we talked about for you know over a decade something that we use to identify value right i think the conversation is it was about what is money but i think the coverage the greater conversation is what 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 is what what you know what are what are the currencies that that are just as equally as important to money and how do we play this you know, this this there's, there's you know, how do we play these timbo- you know, these drums? You know, you're basically hitting all these different parts of the drum set to keep the rhythm going of value. Um let's end there, brother. I thank you for um yeah for this conversation. So um um please everyone yeah, yes, it's I good. think it was solid. Please everyone, please uh, feel free to follow us at my Uber Life. Um, you can follow Quasi at Quasi at my mo- my Uber Life K W A S I of my Uber Life, you can follow me, J, J E Y, of my Uber Life. Um, please feel free to reach out. Again, this is our version of a podcast. We want to keep it, you know, underground in the studio, um, 1982, grimy, and you know, not overproduced. We want it to be like the way we talk, like if we were at a at a dinner table or inside of our, our at a bar. We wanted you to feel you know, how, you know, Quasi and myself and, and, and the team, we, we converse and build out some of these big ideas. We'll, we'll keep having some of these conversations as we keep going. Um, some of them will be more abstract and more macro, some of them will be more, more specific. Again, our focus is about uh, uh, black and brown wealth, um, creating, you know, creating more currencies, right? Um, helping you all do the same. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. Um, we love you. And, Quasi, thank you for your time, my brother.
1: Thank you for having me, as always. <laughs> you know, let's keep doing right it.
0: All right, guys. Rocking. Peace.